There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 12 of season 4 of Winona Earp. This is it. Maybe. This is the finale. And it's very, very, I don't know, distressing that we're at the end. Yes. But, but- I was surprised. So I think we were wrong in what we had said before. Right. So we both thought it was going to be a huge cliffhanger. And thankfully, it wasn't what we thought it was. Right. Yeah. Just a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. We were both scared that we were going to get a cliffhanger that would have felt like a dark matter ending instead of (laughs) getting a show wrapped up. But I do believe that it feels like a series finale. This would be a place where, yeah, if we don't get any more seasons or movies or anything like that, I'm happy with where it ended. Yes, I agree. <sighs> but yes, it was it was a lot. And yes, we we watched and tweeted the best we could along with everybody. Right, yeah. It, it was, was hard. hard. And I will tell you, yeah, like cuz I was in tears several times yeah. and watching the tweet as best I could, there wasn't a whole lot of people doing a whole lot of live tweeting either. No. After about the first once we got through Winona's issue with the dress, it was all rip your heart out type stuff. So yeah, it got very still on twitter (laughs) but it was funny because i was going back the next day the whole next day there were still tweets with winona oh yeah yes it was filling the feed so if this is it then i want to say it's been amazing emily's awesome the whole crew is amazing but i'm still hoping there might be something emily pulls a little rabbit out of her hat right absolutely (sighs) Okay, now that I've done depressing everybody. (laughs) Let's get into episode 12, Old Souls. Big feelings and bigger decisions are revealed when a new witch makes herself known in purgatory. Yeah, I'm like, wait, a new witch? This is supposed to be the last episode. What the hell? Right. (laughs) But we had to have something go wrong, so. Yeah, of course, because it wouldn't be the herbs if it didn't go wrong. Right, and we open with a flashback. To purgatory in the summer of 68. What a year that was. <laughs> Bride wanders out of the chapel, covered head to toe in blood. This can't be good. And she has slaughtered everyone therein and her husband and then takes the axe to herself. I seen that. I'm like, what is happening right now? Right. (laughs) And we see. I was just sitting there like big eyes. It's like, uh. Yeah. (laughs) What a way to start an episode. And we see the inlaid sapphires on her dress begin to glow. Well, something supernatural is going on. And I kind of thought, well, this can't be an Earth relative. 
or could it? But more than likely, it's got to do something. It's got to be something with the dress. So I was still like, wait, why is there a haunted dress now? Right. <laughs> a haunted wedding dress. This yes. may not turn out real well. <laughs> no, because hello. When we see Waverly, all of a sudden, oh, it's arrived. I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. And it's exactly the same dress. And you go, no, Emily, don't you dare. I know. I think at that point, I was like, I don't care what happens. The way hot wedding has to happen. Right. Like, but it wouldn't it'd be. Don't do this, though. Horrible to see the opening scene be the last scene ever with everybody dead. And he's oh like, no, <laughs> you can't do this to us. But of course, the Purgatorian wedding wouldn't be complete without a magical dress. Of and, course not. And we see Winona fretting over every minute detail. And Nicole is placing some flower arrangements in the bed of Winona's truck. Now, that sure didn't look like <laughs> decorations for a wedding. It seemed more like they're <laughs> getting ready to plant something. Yeah, I'm like, that's a hell of a lot of flowers anyway. Yeah. But I'm like, where are you taking all those? Yeah. <laughs> that That's what was really confusing because I'm like, wait, if it's literally just supposed to be right there. Right. Why are you loading them all on the truck? Exactly. <laughs> I was a little confused. Yeah. Then we get Nedley and Rachel discussing an impending fishing trip. Huh? Well, I thought that was kind of cute. Oh, it was. Because it's like, oh, okay. So he's kind of like, okay, I guess I'll be your like dad, granddad kind of thing. Like do all the things that I tried to do with my daughter. And she's just like, yeah, no. Right. And Especially he, when she's like, yeah, the only thing my daughter caught was mono or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's like reliving. So yeah. Okay. I can see it happening. Yep. Kind of now that Nicole's married is getting married, he's got to have a new one to kind of guide through life. And apparently it's Rachel. Mm-hmm. And she even seems excited to be going. So that's good. So we go back to the homestead where Winona catches a glimpse of Waverly's dress in the barn. And we see the inlaid sapphires glowing again. Don't see, do See, I it. thought that was just light hitting right. it. I thought so too. I wasn't sure that it was. But when she was thing. all like, oh, I just wonder what it would look like. And, and she just kind of grabs it and stands in front of the mirror. I thought that's where it was going to end. Right. And I thought it was going to be like, oh, Doc's going to come in and see her and say something. And then it got weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like really weird. Yeah. Because we have the shot of outside looking at the barn and we see the door just blown off. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. And Honestly, Winona running through the yard with a coat over herself. and everything. I thought this was like a dream or something. Right. Because she goes under the arch and it goes up in flames. And the cake explodes. And <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, crap, that thing that Doc made for Waverly. Right. Like the arch yes. just like goes up in flames. I'm like... What's going on right now? This is really weird. Right. And I so figured she was going to wake up and be like, what? No, that can't happen. You know, it was like something like that. Right. But we see Winona knocking on Doc's camper door. She needs help in removing the wedding dress because it's stuck. 
<laughs> yeah, and I'm sorry, where did the coat go, by the way? Right. It's like, it was just disappeared. I'm yeah. like, um. And then this moment, holy crap. I'm like, oh, oh it's so warm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because just Doc, like, kind of walking around her, looking at her, and is, like, running his finger across her back. And I'm like, all of the Winona and Doc shippers, which apparently I was on that boat, and I did not realize it. Right. We're all like, oh. <gasps> Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here we go. Finally. <laughs> Especially when Doc teases, getting you out of your clothes used to be my specialty. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, where's the fan? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Is it warm in here? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. Why, Nona, in your sister's wedding dress, too? Yeah. And Doc tries to cut the dress, but to no avail. But their chemistry is definitely off the charts in this scene. And sure enough, Waverly drives up. Oh, crap. <laughs> so Winona dashes into Doc's camper, and she brings Doc Wyatt Earp's saddle as a gift. She apparently found it and restored it and just went into a massive amount of work for this. Yes, and I'm like, oh my god, this yeah. is so sweet. And then she asks him to be her best man. Winona is Nicole's maid of honor because they're best friends now. And you go, okay. <laughs> Still got to get this dress off. So later, Doc and Winona pay a visit to Kersey's Vintage, the store where Waverly purchased her dress. I'm like, no, come on. Yes. <laughs> Can you be any more on the nose with the black crow yes. at the top? I'm like, what? And the sign falls. <laughs> yeah. After they walk under it, you just got to go, oh, this thing. And it's just as creepy on the inside as it is on the outside. Oh, yes. Because they're wandering around looking at all the dresses and Winona puts her hand on one that's bending down and, oh, that's actually a live person. Right. When she's like, boop, it's like, ah! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching it going, is this going to be like a mannequin come to life thing? Right. What is exactly. going on? <laughs> and the woman reveals you can't kill the dress without killing the one who wears it. Oh, no. We no, can't have not. that. And the only way they can successfully remove the dress is to find silkworms that are endemic to the area and paint them. What? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it like it had to be the same type that made the dress or something? Right, and it's yes. like, how do you even know what kind it is? Exactly. Where do you find silkworms? <laughs> I mean, it seemed like Doc had an idea, though. I'm like, the silkworms live in like swampy pond areas? Like, right, I, yeah. <laughs> it just seemed kind of counterproductive to me, but. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Nicole and Waverly discover that things have gotten irked. Yes, they have. And, oh, by the way, Winona and the dress are conveniently missing. And Wayhot comes to the conclusion that the wedding dress is haunted. They what I thought was great was Waverly going, I didn't even like the dress that much. I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> And they even say their joint revelation in tandem. And we find out that Jeremy is going to be officiating the wedding. I figured it was going to be Nedley, but no. And in an effort to pinpoint the culprit regarding the Earp mess, he confronts the 
Caterer Damon. Because <laughs> that's just a little spot on, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> and he not only accuses Damon of being a demon, but the latter thinks Jeremy is outing him for being gay. <laughs> he felt it in his groin. Yeah, I was like, all right, Jeremy, can you stop with the groin, please? <laughs> yes. Stop. And we see Doc diving for silkworms in a shallow pond without any luck. <laughs> yeah. Did you find any? Just E. coli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately for Doc, Winona discovers a letter from his pocket, and it's addressed to her. Apparently, he's leaving purgatory. Oh, I don't know about you. Now, I thought we were going to be able to see the letter. Now, we didn't really get to see right. any of it. We but didn't see all of it, yeah. When she says that, I was like, what? Yeah. Like, over-exaggerated. I'm like, cute. What? After everything? How could you? I couldn't even think. I was so mad. Right. <laughs> he tells her, oh, he's just working on what to say. And is like, it don't matter. It's out. You're, you're saying you're leaving. And we go back to the homestead where we get to see Way Hot Murder Board as Nicole and Waves have concocted their first murder board. And yeah, Nicole, apparently this is so super cute, but I mean, it was super useful. Yeah, absolutely. As Nicole researches the 68 wedding massacre and Waverly traces the wedding murder trend back to the 20s with a certain witch that was left at the altar. Yeah, it's like, okay, how are we going to fix this? Waverly seems to have an idea, but I still didn't understand what happened. Right, and we'll get to that. <laughs> so not a happy herb as Winona and Doc are arguing. She asks him if he was going to skip town without telling her, and he claims that he needed to write down what he wanted to say. And Doc actually accuses her of being cowardly in love, telling her, prove me wrong, come with me. I feel like that... Okay, on one hand, I understand because, like, she won't go, like, and, like, say that she loves him and everything. But on the other hand, it's like, with all the shit that just happened, you want her to leave purgatory. It's like, she wants to make sure that her sister is safe and has the wedding. And I know there's other stuff because now we have Nicole as the angel shield and just everything. But can you give it a little time to make sure that everything's not going to turn pear-shaped like tomorrow? Right. So That's I was a little mad. He's like, oh, I'm out. Yeah, that was a little rough too. <laughs> deal with especially you know i can see his point to a, an extent because he actually now has that fresh start that he always wanted and yeah i can see why he would probably feel like get me out of here so i am putting the past behind me but you know why nona is Still, after everything, not going to want to leave her sister because she still feels like she has to protect them. Right. So later on, <laughs> Jeremy walks in on some way hot barn sex. <laughs> oh, I guess doing murder boards makes y'all hot and bothered, <laughs> but it was only a matter of time. So we go back to the 
Kersey's Village, where Winona and Doc bring the silkworms to the witch at the vintage store. They even painted them as requested. However, she scoffs at them for gathering common earthworms. But that's Windock's cup of love. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. It's like, how did you get them? They're not even native to this area, which is like Amazon, same day. Yeah. It's like, what? And out of nowhere, Waverly barges into the room while armed with the silk banner. She incapacitates the witch and ties her up. Apparently, silk is her kryptonite. Yeah, I thought it was funny because she's like, hey, we'll talk in a minute. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I think my notice face was pretty much what everybody was like, what is going on? Exactly. <laughs> So Winona can finally remove the dress. And she admits she tried on the dress because she wanted to pretend to be normal. I thought this was interesting because the whole time the witch is like, wait, this wasn't your dress? Right. <laughs> this wasn't your wedding? Yeah. Like, she was really confused. Like, wait, the curse isn't supposed to do this. Right. <laughs> so we get back on track as at the homestead, Waverly settles on Mama Earp's wedding dress. And we had seen that way back in season two episode, Gone as a Girl Can Get. Oh my gosh, I didn't even remember we seen that. Right. Anyway, we learn that Winona has been receiving correspondence from Mama Earp in the form of racy postcards as she's in Turkey right now. <laughs> oh yeah, we won't say exactly what was said, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I was a little upset because I'm like, wait, why wouldn't her mom be there for the wedding? Right. But then again, her mom wasn't there for a whole long but time. Any of it, yeah. totally. <laughs> and then we get to see Nicole sporting her wedding suit, nervous as all get out. Finally, something that looks normal at a wedding. <laughs> it was so cute. It was absolutely amazing. And Natalie comes in, brings her a corsage, and Nicole asks him if he'll walk her down the aisle and uh, would yeah, I cried. be his privilege. Oh, absolutely. I was totally crying here because I'm like, oh, because he's been there for everything. Yes. And I was like, I think at that moment is when I was tweeting, is it weird that I really wish to see Bobo and dolls at the wedding? Like, even if it was just like an image of them kind of in the back, like they look and see people and right. then see them. <laughs> like the cardboard like, cutouts and right? events. <laughs> That's just what they should have done. <laughs> or, I mean, even just like, not like a ghost, but like the memory kind of right, thing. yeah. But I'm like, yeah, Bobo wasn't exactly the best, but I kind of wanted him there. Right, because of his connection with Waverly. Yeah. He was not going to hurt Waverly for anything. We get an aerial shot that shows us a giant banner that says, where you go, I go. Theme of the episode. <laughs> I know, that was so sweet. Yeah. And we see Winona walking her baby girl down the aisle. And Jeremy delivers a moving speech as the officiator. And Nicole and Waverly exchange their beautiful vows. And I believe there's more tears. Yep. And we can see that the chairs in the audience are marked with the names of people who couldn't be there. Mama Earp, Mercedes. Why? <laughs> I know. I was going to ask that. I was waiting for you to finish this. But yeah, I noticed it's like nobody was there. Right. And I'm like, wait, Mercedes isn't dead though, right? Yeah, I don't think so. But maybe when... But there was a lot of names on those. And I didn't go back and like Look at pause all. it to right. try to see. Yeah, Julian, Dolls. Dolls. Yes. 
But yeah, there was a whole lot of names. I'm like, and the only people who were there were was basically the family. Yeah, which I thought was kind of weird. Right. You would thought that there would have been more people there, but at the same time, yeah, I can see why they wouldn't invite the whole town. <laughs> I still think it was great, though, that we had had the names up there. Right. So they were kind of there. Yep. So next are newlyweds kiss and everyone shouts, Opa, and it's party time. (laughs) And Billy even shows up. Yeah. So apparently when Angel, Dark Angel Waverly released all of the the Reapers, they made Billy's released from the curse then. I kind of think so. I am a little mad we didn't see Cleo get her comeuppance, but maybe she turned into a bird. Yeah, it could be. If she was definitely releasing all Clantons, who knows? Yeah, maybe. So we see a montage of everyone dancing, drinking, and cake eating, which was awesome to see. And I know the proffers a short but sweet toast and then we see waverly tossing the bouquet and it's not winona that catches it it's jeremy (laughs) i'm like oh that's so cool okay but does that mean robin's gonna show up i don't know (laughs) it sure didn't look that way no and then rachel gets up and her gift to the newly wedded couple is to belt out a beautiful song and your jaw hits the floor. <laughs> At least mine did. I was going, wow, where'd that I kept from? trying to like Shazam it to see what the song was. Right. And I'm not sure if it came up correctly because the song that came up was Forgotten huh. from I Am Flying High. So I don't know if that's tr- that's right or not. Wow. Because it just didn't seem like that. Like I never heard that, but Right. I don't know. It could be the could be it. They find some amazing songs for yes, the show. Yes, they do. <laughs> and after her song, she persuades Nedley to let Billy join them on their fishing trip. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's like, he's holding a fishing pole. It's like, you guys planned this, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nedley knew, knows what's up with them. <laughs> then Doc oh, bids but... farewell to everyone and departs. Yeah, but it's like, oh, we have this sweet moment, and then we turn to this, and I'm like, <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> well, you're leaving now? Right. And Winona watches flabbergasted. Jeremy approaches Damon the Caterer, and as it turns out, he's Bunny Lobaugh's nephew. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, hang on, hang on. Bunny, who is like super homophobe bunny? Yes. <laughs> but... And Jeremy receives a phone call, wherein he learns that he's now the deputy chief of the Black Badge Division. Oh, that was funny. Oh, yeah. When all of a sudden they call her, like, deputy chief, and he's like, no, this is Agent Chentry. And she's like, no, 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 not anymore. (laughs) And if you didn't know, that was Emily Andrus on the other end of that phone. What? Yes. (laughs) No, I did not realize that. It's like, it took a second to sink in what you just said. It's like, wait, what? (laughs) That's awesome. Yes, of course. Yeah, I love that. It's like, no, I can't be there Monday. Yeah. It's like, no problem. You start Tuesday then. Yeah, I love it. Congratulations. Okay. (laughs) So now Jeremy's got a date with Damon for Monday. And later, Winona, who apparently just walked all the way to Doc's trailer. (laughs) I'm guessing that's on property. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Because she did it in heels. Yeah. 
and confronts Doc while he's packing. And he regales her with a story from his days in the well. While revenge was certainly a motivating factor that kept him going, he also thought a lot about love. Now he's referring to his love for Winona and Winona's... I can't leave her. She feels I... duty-bound to the GRT. Oh, See, I thought he, she meant Waverly there. Right. But saying that, and then when Doc's like, see, you do understand? You're like me. I'm like, oh. Yeah. This is. Stop it, Doc. Yeah. And again, more tears. Yeah. And just at this point, okay, I'm, I'm just throwing this out there. I know it's just me out of the two of us here, Steve. But like Tim with his like long black, little, little greasy hair. <laughs> scruffy that mustache and like those piercing eyes looking at Winona and saying this and in that little draw I'm like oh, Winona you're gonna have to chase him right yes. like I just got thinking because it was like the most perfect moment with everything that has happened with these two yep and when he like looking at her and she apologizes for hurting him and he says we only ever hurt ourselves I'm like no <laughs> I just felt like, oh my gosh, you are twisting the knife in my heart. Yes. And I'm watching because he just, it's like you can feel the love. Yes. And the hurt. Yeah. It's the same Coming time. off him in waves. And Winona in waves. And it's just like, come on, you two. <laughs> Please don't uh, do this to us. Oh my God. I'm like, all right, you can't give everybody a happy ending and then kill us like this. Right. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be our cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Doc leaves, and he feels like he has to move forward. So back at the homestead, the gang chastises Winona for letting Doc go. Nicole mentions that Winona's relationship with Doc has always been toxic, and... <laughs> I love how everybody's trying to come up with a nice word, and, right. and Nicole's like, toxic? And Nedley chimes in, that was my fourth favorite Britney Spears song. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, what are we talking about? He was wasted. I loved it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Waverly barges out and drops a boatload of F-bombs and proceeds to drag Winona into the barn. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, Waverly. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And she's going to give her older sister a come to Jesus talk. <laughs> It's abundantly clear that both Winona and Doc love each other. Waves wants Winona to go after him, but Winona replies with, I want to protect you. Waverly urges her to stop punishing herself. Purgatory will be fine. Nicole's the shield and the sheriff, and Jeremy's been promoted, and I'm still an angel. Demons and humans will have to learn how to get along, so we'll be okay. Waverly. It was still like, oh my god, I can't believe Waverly's so grown up. Right, and taking charge. Yeah. Because Winona has been the one that has done that for four seasons. Right. And Waverly tells her it's time for Winona to be happy, and allow yourself to be happy. And after a tearful and emotional Earp sister embrace, we see Winona has changed clothes and gets in her truck to chase after Doc Holiday. With all them flowers in the back, what a mess that'll be on the road. All right. <laughs> but well, of a lot course, of them were dead already, yeah. too. So. But of course, the truck decides, no, nope, I'm not starting. <laughs> I'm like, is this like karma or fate? And it was like Doc was going to show up because... 
I thought it was going to be a whole lot of other things happening. Right. And then like Doc was going to walk up and be like, oh, the car won't start. You know, like something or I got three flats. You know, it it was going to be something like that. Right. And it was going to be like the GRT. Like, no, you guys belong together. You're not leaving. You're not leaving. Exactly. You're not leaving separately. Yeah. (laughs) But thankfully, Jeremy installed a tracker on Doc's phone. So he knows our cowboy is nearing the edge of the GRT. Because he's speeding. Yeah. (laughs) I worry about him. (laughs) So Winona decides to hop on her motorcycle instead. Well, of course, she has to. It's one. I don't even remember the motorcycle. Yeah. Was it like been a long time, that's for sure. Okay. I'm like, when the heck has this even come into play? It's like yeah. that. That's how long it's been. Yep. So we see Winona chasing Doc down as she's taking the back roads to catch up to him. And just as he hits the GRT border, she whips out Peacemaker and expertly shoots his tires. They both approach each other, and Winona finally says what we've known for years. Out loud. I love you, Doc. And more tears. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And she lists what she loves about him, including the fact that he loves her too. And they kiss, and we see Doc get on the back of Winona's motorcycle. (laughs) She's traveling light, and they race through some devastatingly gorgeous scenery. Ah. I was like, oh my god, they're together. Riding off <laughs> into the sunset. But I'm thinking, did you at least text Jeremy to come get your car? Because yes. the, uh, <laughs> the saddle and stuff? Because Right. Hello? <laughs> and he literally took no clothes. He took his hat. Right. <laughs> that he stuffed in one of the side pockets. Yeah. yeah. Later, they're at a gas station, and Winona suggests they make a pit stop in Miracles, Montana. Doc looks at her like, why are we going to Montana? <laughs> I know. I was I was wondering that. Right. It ain't and to see Mama Earp. <laughs> right. But then all of a sudden, it's like it dawned on him. Right. And then who was it? Was it her that asked or him? I can't remember that said, do you think she'll recognize us? Right. Doc asked that. Okay. And yeah, all to go see Alice. I thought they had taken Alice to Hawaii or something. No, they had given her to her aunt. That uh, was in purgatory for the first No, it was a guy. Episodes. Oh, oh, yes. She, okay. But the guy took her on the helicopter. Right. Okay, okay. But they were taking her to that aunt. Okay. Oh, but then, yeah, do you... Oh. Okay, so I have a feeling this was going to be a big tattoo, too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, When all of a sudden it's like, okay, are you ready to go see her? And you get the I'm all in. It's like, (gasps) yeah. oh, I'm all in. Where you go, I go. And the angel shield. Now, the angel shield, I'll tell you, I've been seeing tons of tattoos online. Yes, already. (laughs) Yes. And the where you go, I go. But I have a feeling I'm all in is definitely going to be one we're going to start seeing now, too. Absolutely. We'll be able to know all our fellow Erpers. Yes. (laughs) So we go back to the homestead where we get a closing scene with the wedded way hot. Nicole reassures her wife that Winona will come home. I'm not sure how she knows that, but they'll see her. And they're only a phone call away. Yes, everybody has cell phones. Yes. Waverly asks her wife if she wishes they were the ones traveling for their honeymoon. And Nicole asserts that everything she has is here in purgatory. She's home. Oh. Yeah. The camera pans on to the er mailbox with a sign above it that says, and hot, then sometimes holiday, and final sign boasts everyone welcome. 
the Earp Mantra. Oh, it was so heartbreaking, but not in a bad way. Right. Like, I was just, like, bawling, though, yes. through a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> through so many. There was so much in here that was, like, they threw in, like, the little funny stuff. Right. Like, when Waverly's helping Winona pack in a plastic bag, she's like, why do you have, like, 92 bras and only one pair of panties? Yes. <laughs> Well, and then just the the fun stuff with like Jeremy and then I guess Damon. They're going to be a couple possibly or at least have a couple dates. So maybe he won't pull his own face off. Right. And the signs and just on the chairs, like we had said, and just like all the stuff that happened. And the fact that the witch like outs Winona. It's like, oh, it'll only work if you're in love. And Doc's like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he goes to put his arm on the mannequin. It's like, oh, wait. and it goes to fall. And he's all like, OK, we have a complicated relationship. So you have those moments that are like funny. And then these moments that like everybody had been waiting for. Right. For the wedding and just seeing them together and seeing the whole our found family come together. And then it's like, okay, they're going to go see their daughter. That's great. They're going to do this. And Doc and Winona have their happy ending. It's kind of a question mark. Yeah, but it appears that, yes, they are. Way hot. And it's like everything's working. It's like, okay, is the curse finally broken? And you want this all to happen. So I had told Steve, because being press, we've been able to get screeners. And we did not get this one. Right. And I was 100% okay by the end of this that we didn't get to see this in advance. Right. And I say that because I don't know if it would have been quite the same. And I know that sounds weird. Like not being, not knowing you're watching it with the entire fandom. Right. Because like you can watch something that's sad and, and be like, oh, I'm crying. And it's like nobody is around to know what I'm talking about. Right. Whereas this, you were able to see, although scattered, like we said earlier, because yes. <laughs> Twitter was, was not as jumping as normal. But to be able to know that everybody was having the same kind of reactions. Right. So I, I felt like that made this all the more powerful. Yes, absolutely. Being able to see Emily tweeting was really funny. Yes. Uh, as she was putting like these randoms like, oh, hey, does anybody have some tissue? And, you know, like all this little stuff like to kind of make you giggle along with it. Right. Because she's no, she knows how hard the whole fandom has worked to get this because they had to fight like every step of the way. Yeah. And I mean, for a show that was really, I don't want to say groundbreaking, but I mean, they did. They definitely knocked walls down. Right. Having LGBTQ characters that they didn't kill off right away and they didn't do put them in harm's way every five seconds. And it's like, oh, we can't be together because all we're doing is hurting each other. You know, it it was a big deal. And to have a female, not even just one female lead, several female leads, it was a big thing because you don't see it. So many of the shows that we have that are similar, it's like the women aren't as strong as the women were on this show. So I'm glad that we had this. I really wish we had more. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And we might. So I'm hoping, but I'm glad we all got to go through this kind of together and experience the finale. All at the same time, even though we're all separate. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, we do have some feedback. Beyond me, going on and on. Yes. (laughs) We have feedback from Fred and Jazz. What? Yeah. They're going to make sure they get their thoughts in on the finale. So let's first hear what Fred has to say about the finale. 
Hello, Steve and John. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for Wynonna Herb Season 4, Episode 12. This Season 4 finale and I think the series finale. I don't expect, especially after the interview setting at the end of the episode, that there will be a Season 5. Although some fans are trying with the Bring Wynonna Home initiative to get a fifth season. I think this is quite a nice closure. A really happy ending. Although you would expect that perhaps. For me it was okay, I don't need a fifth season. The series got a little bit too crazy for me, so I think it's a nice closure and it is okay like this. I'm looking forward to see the actors in some new stuff. There were some hiccups in the whole wedding setting, of course, you couldn't expect less. And on the other hand, it was all a little bit lovey-dovey. And in that sense, they made a wise decision to make this episode a little shorter and put the interviews at the end. And I think the interviews were quite nice and actually quite unusual to put it in an episode. It's really about what this series brought the actors and what it brought the fandom. And what did it bring me? It mainly brought me meeting you, Steve, in St. Louis in 2019, spending some days at a Winona Earp fan convention. I have good memories about that. Okay, that was all for now. Looking forward to any series you do and I'm interested in as well. Could take a while. At the moment, I'm mainly watching old series. Birds of Prey, do a rewatch of Firefly... Doing Dark Angel, Sanctuary, Stargate SG-1, things like that. Greetings, all the best, Fred from the Netherlands. Well, it's really good to hear from you, Fred. We weren't sure we were going to get to hear from you in the back half of Season 4, but glad you got us your thoughts on the finale. And yeah, I yes. the interviews were great at the end. Oh my gosh, those are great, especially when you see Melanie like tearing up talking yes. about oh that was hard. But it's really weird hearing them all with like their regular accent when you're so used to hearing them in character. Right. Like Doc having yes. no drawl <laughs> and Dominic having her British accent. Yeah, it's like what? It's weird. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad you guys got to meet. I'm sorry I didn't get to go. I did get to meet some of the characters. I did post pictures again on Twitter, Facebook, yep. Twitter. I'm like, where did it go? <laughs> so I got to meet Tim, Emily, Brune, Bo, and Shamir. Right. So it's like, that was awesome. I'm just really glad that. Uh, we did get to get feedback from Fred. I was starting to wonder if we were going to hear from you, if you were going to make it through. Yep. And yeah, Fred, you know what? Those shows that you mentioned at the end, I've actually thought about doing some rewatches. So <laughs> maybe you should just review it all for everybody. Yeah, there you go, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was the highlight of my 2019 to spend those three or four days hanging out at the convention with you, Fred. That's for sure. Now, yeah, I think we both feel that more than likely this is the last of Winona Earp. But yeah, I think that's probably pretty spot on. Right. But I think because I've been to a convention with them, I think if they really felt that this was it, that the end of the episode interviews would have been more focused on them saying thanks to the fans for getting them to this point. So maybe Emily has something in her back pocket that she can't tell us about yet. 
Hmm. But as always, Fred, it's always great to hear from you. And even though it may be a while, it won't be long before Discovery Season 4 comes around. So I know we'll be hearing (laughs) you then. (laughs) And just as we started recording this podcast, Jazz got her feedback in. (laughs) Oh, all right. Let's hear what Jazz has to say. Hello, this is Jazz with the Winona Earp Season Finale, Season 4, Episode 12 review. I was really pleased with how they wrapped everything up with a, a nice bow. Everybody got a happy ending, even Jeremy. There were many things about the episode that I loved, as well as homages to various people who were no longer there, like Mercedes. The fact that there was a little bit of angst, and of course I thought some things were a little on the nose, such as cursedly boutiques. I thought, okay, it's a haunted wedding desk. That's a little on the nose. And and why didn't Waverly notice that the person was really weird and creepy? So maybe she should have tried Amazon or something else. (laughs) But I also thought it was awesome that the main character of that creepy boutique was called Bridgie, which is a nod to Bridget, who does interviews with Emily after every episode. So she was very touched by being put into the episode. As you probably know, Kevin from Anna Silk's character was named after Kevin Badgehelder, who does Tales of the Black Bad. They didn't call the truck Bonnie, but that could have been a nice homage too. So I was very, very pleased that the gals got their happy ending. Rachel even got a happy ending with Billy. I love the fact that there was protective Uncle Nedley going, we're not going to have that kind of capping trip. And he's like, yes, sir. So, I mean, once a Reaper, you're pretty much going to enjoy anything if it isn't a Reaper type item. Anyways, I love the fact that they did a gorgeous wedding. There was Rachel's dress was an off color of, of red, which matched Nicole's velvet suit, which was gorgeous. Maybe a little hot, but it was gorgeous. And of course, Waverly looked awesome. At some point, Doc had said that Winona would look gorgeous in blue. And so that was there homage to that because she does look gorgeous in blue and I love that dress. Everybody looked terrific and the homestead, you know, looked like it had been Earp <laughs> because of the dress and that makes perfect sense. I love the fact they used Earp as a verb and that makes also perfect sense. It was good that, you know, Nicole was the angel shield and that Jeremy got an upgrade to be the leader of Black Badge. And I don't know if you know this, but that was Emily Anders, who was on the phone talking to Jeremy saying, sure, you can come to work on Tuesday because you have a date on Monday. And I thought that was a lovely homage and a a nice cameo. I was just uh, very, very pleased about everything. I thought it was a a funny thing for Winona to do, to try on the wedding dress, because she never thought of herself as the marrying type. But since she loves Doc, she's got to try it on and then come to find out, yeah, it's going to knock you off once you hear wedding bells, literally. And they find a way to get around it. I love the fact that Waverly took the banner that said something like, where you go, I go, and used that to corral Brigitte. And then they later used it for the wedding because it was made out of silk. And since they couldn't find silkworms, she used the silk banner. So that made perfect sense. And she basically, Winona can go and have her own happy ending because they got it covered. And there was a nice homage to going to visit Alice in Miracle, Montana. So that was neat because she's their own little miracle. The only thing that I would say that they should have done was have Camp Calamity Jane like walking around in the background in the wedding. I know that Cat isn't a cat person ironically. But still, 
That would have been a nice homage or have Nedley give her a kitten and say, well, sorry, here you go. But I generally was very, very pleased. I think every series ought to have this setup where you have a nice tied up in a bow kind of thing. And then if you get the next season, that's gravy because then you're not left hanging all the time because that always takes a piece of my heart out when they leave it on a cliffhanger and you never get any resolution. Sometimes you get a comic book resolution or a movie or something like that. But I would much prefer to have that method where it's Season four was a love letter to the fans, in my opinion. There was a lot of humor, and there was some angst, and there was some ups and downs, but it wasn't just straight depressing like I thought season three was. And I will definitely try and get this DVD set if I could find one that actually plays on my DVD, and it isn't POW or European, so maybe they'll have a Kickstarter for that. They have to know that there's a market for it. So I thoroughly enjoyed giving you all of my reviews and my opinions on this show and others. And I hope you're all were doing well. And that's it for me. Thanks. Thank you, Jazz, for that wonderful feedback. Thanks, Jazz. You definitely expressed the same feelings about the episode as we did. <laughs> I don't think we could have come up with a better ending, even though it was... There was enough angst worrying about Winona and Doc. <laughs> right. But they got, got their happy ending, too. Out. So, yeah. yeah. It's been a pleasure hearing your thoughts on every episode of the last half of this season. And we really do appreciate it, Jazz. And look forward to hearing from you again on the next show. Yes, Jazz. We definitely want to hear from you. Yeah, like Steve said, you pretty much echoed everything we said. And it's awesome and amazing that we got to go through this and just thanks for being along for the ride with us absolutely one more thing i wanted to say and i can't i was looking for it and i could not find it somebody had posted like there was the amount of days that the crew was supposed to be gone in the garden right like what nicole said like how many days it was it was supposed to be the exact amount of days from the airing of the first episode to the airing of the finale wow (laughs) it was like 1800 something and i'm like no way and they're like emily did you plan this and she's like oh you'll have to listen to when i talk to whoever right probably kevin (laughs) and i was like what so i think that's pretty cool they give us easter eggs all the way to the end yep absolutely so uh, we uh always want to hear from people so if you if you have thoughts on the episode let us know you can send us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com now we won't end up having it because we're posting this probably before then but we will happily answer you and what's the next big thing we right. know that Tim is going to be back in Surreal Estate. Yeah. With Melanie. Directing oh, an episode. Yeah. Right? Oh, I thought she was producing. But yeah, directing an episode or two. So that I think is awesome. So stick around with Sci-Fi so you can give them your thumbs up. I want to see the rest of the cast and crew, though, like yeah. everywhere. So come <laughs> on. So make sure you're voting. I think there was still a couple things that uh, uh, Melanie was up for. Right. Yes. Different awards. So if, if you can vote, go vote for it because she's awesome. If you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show. And of course, tell your friends about the show. They can now watch everything, all the ups and downs. If they haven't watched it before, you can rewatch it with them and we can all cry together again. <laughs> 
of course, hope you're enjoying the podcast. So, you know, if you get somebody into the show, maybe they listen to the podcast later. Yep. And that would be awesome. And we'd still, like I said, answer any feedbacks that we get. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, which I think this is it, for Winona Earp, I'm Sean fangirl And I'm Steve. Okay, he can come. But there's only going to be one kind of tent we're pitching on this trip. And until next time.